0: Hi, my name is Blue, and I'm the host of this new podcast, The 21st Century Teacher, with Livid Earth, and my job is to ensure that our teachers and students get the most out of our programs. This new podcast series is just one of the ways I'm going to be supporting our community of educators with a monthly conversation with a special guest educator discussing a different aspect of 21st century teaching and learning. Today, I'm talking with Luke Friesen, who is part of the SD22 Learning Directions team. He's the Director of Instruction, and today I'm going to talk with him about core competencies. So, Luke, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day.
1: Great. Thanks, Blue, for having me. It's, uh, it's uh, great, great that we can sit here and have a good discussion about these topics.
0: Yeah, so today I really wanted to dive into core competencies. Teachers and schools have not yet been reporting on their assessment. So how would you describe to a parent what these core competencies are and why they are important? Yeah, great question. So
1: core competencies are, are really, um, they're, they're sort of these key sort of skills um, that we want students to develop Um, Not just in school, but skills that they can develop and use throughout their lifetime. And I think what's really important is that we recognize right off the bat that core competencies uh, are not just about happening at school, that actually they start right from birth. They're not, it's not something that we, uh, um, you know, that we want to measure and evaluate and, and determine, you know. Whether a, a student, you know, is, is an A or a B on a core competency, but rather it's about how do we uh, continue to provide opportunities, you know, through looking at curricular competencies, which are the skills in which uh, they do through the curriculum to develop these broader core competencies. And how do students then develop that sort of self-awareness of, of how they're doing on them uh, and seeing how that skill set develops? Um, across the grades um, as they continue to to go from elementary school into secondary school and then even beyond that and and throughout life. So when students can become more self-aware of those competencies and they're able to recognize when they use them and how they use them, uh, you know, as they, um, you know, do a whole bunch of things, whether it be, um, you know, assignments in school to things that they do outside of school in their home and in in their uh, time in their social environments. Uh, It's really about building those things uh, through that students becoming aware of it, recognizing here are some ways in which I use that competency. Um, It's relevant to me. It's meaningful to me in my life. And here are some ways in which I can continue to grow in them. So really, when it comes to core competencies, um, it's not so much about the teacher Um, uh, evaluating them. It's more about the student self-reflecting, self-assessing of themselves on where um, they feel they're at. And of course we know that that looks very different from a student in a primary grade to a student, uh, you know, at the grade 12 secondary level, you know, their awareness, their ability to articulate, to recognize where it's at. So there of course is that gradual release of responsibility where teachers in the primary grades are, are going to sort of nurture that um, really support it um, help students identify it all those things that are needed at an early at an early age and then of course when we get to that middle school we're starting to release that responsibility for students to to have um, the the time to to self-reflect and start to identify those things at a more deeper level articulate it more and so forth as we continue to go on the grades
0: what are specifically these core competencies? Am I right in thinking there's three key areas?
1: Yeah, there's three key areas. So communication is one, you know, and that's really you know how students how students communicate in a variety of different forms, right? It can be oral, it can be written. who's their audience? Um, how are they communicating? How are they using that that skill with their peers, with their with their teachers, parents, all those sorts of things, those skills of communication. and then we also have, um, thinking and thinking is really that metacognition, that critical and creative thinking, how we uh, approach that uh, problem solving, uh, you know, collaboration, even to some degree, in terms of, of thinking together, uh, you know. So that's that thinking part. And then you have that personal and social, that self awareness, awareness of others, uh, social awareness, um, a, a ability to collaborate and, and work together. Uh, and, and recognize those social dynamic
0: pieces. In terms of uh, teachers, what, how are they discussing the core competency development across the grade levels?
1: Yeah, I, yeah that's, that's a good question. I think, you know, first and foremost, I think what teachers are doing right off the bat is they're really raising awareness of it. So, you know, it, it's not so much about always explicitly teaching it. It's about, here's what it is. But now, as we do what we do every day in the classroom, um, regardless of subject, regardless of, of learning opportunity or, you know, whatever inquiry they're working on or those sorts of things, it's recognizing where within that could that competency um, be reflected or used and how are you building that skill um, through that experience? So you can take, you know, a very simple thing from, from kids working together in partners, you know, well. What competency are you using? Well, you might have been using thinking, you know, together you were thinking and had to critically think and and debate and reason with each other. uh, You know, that sort of thing, you know, it also can be that personal social. How did you relate within that opportunity that you were together uh, being together to collaborate, uh, being respectful of one another, uh, sometimes negotiation, all those sort of pieces. And then there's communication. How did you articulate yourself? Um, you know, were you able to communicate effectively, perhaps how you were feeling or or were you able to articulate your thought in such a way that the other person could understand what you were doing. So in that real simple, simple example, all three core competencies um, are there and it's raising the you know children's awareness of recognizing that they used those competencies there, which one resonates with them, which one. Uh, did they feel that they were using at that time and particularly in tune to, and can you reflect on that and how well you did? So when there's conflict and something's like, <coughs> excuse me, something's like going well, maybe that's, maybe there's a communication piece that needs to be worked on, or maybe there wasn't time to think then to be able to, articulate the answer enough or maybe uh, the personal social there's some social awareness pieces that need to be worked on or you know within that social environment so on any given competency you can find the place that can also require work so by putting that back into the uh, into the space of children to start to recognize those things and become aware of it they can start to start to recognize how they're used in just about everything we do um, you know within a day
0: Yeah, what strikes me is that um, I think as someone who has worked in outdoor education for a long time, very much outside of the four walls of the classroom, and someone that reflects as a parent now looking at my kids learning, I like the fact that this can give some kids certainly a sense of purpose and meaning behind the learning they're doing in the classroom and how it relates to the world outside, which I've noticed working in a career centre previously, that a lot of adults Oh, I'm very aware of those core cool competencies and how they can use them and how they have used them uh, to develop through their life, so it seems like a really healthy way uh, yeah to move education forward into a future that is in so many ways unknown.
1: I think it's also recognizing it's not it's not about you know just a, a body of knowledge of which students need to learn or this idea that content is what our end goal is because it's not. know we live in a world now that that you know demands skills and competencies and so as the curriculum is designed with a no do understand model with the do which are the curricular competencies it's by teachers providing learning opportunities on these curricular competencies that really support these overarching core competencies that move beyond k-12 education and go into this idea of the educated citizen you you know, who is competent in communication, thinking and personal social.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what are some innovative ways that teachers in your school district um, are facilitating the assessment of the core competencies um, through the year?
1: Yeah, you know, the one I'll highlight blue, you know, in particular is we have a number of teachers that have really adopted the use of electronic portfolios. And, and they use that for assessing and reporting. Uh, they use it to provide a platform for student agency, uh, for students' voice, uh, student choice to be seen within their sort of um, academic journey or even assessment journey for that matter. Uh, and you know the core competency reflection piece is a great place to embed within that. Because as you start to see the evidence of learning that the students put there, which are related to the curricular competencies and some of the skills that they're developing uh, through the opportunities that teachers are providing. Kids then get to periodically have these self-reflections on core competencies and how the work that they've done has helped them grow in those particular three areas. So what's great about that is it's accessible by the student, by the teacher and the parent. So now you have everyone coming together um, and the the student's voice is heard there and there's opportunity for then that that deeper conversation or communication or encouragement for that matter um, with the adults and that children in that child's life. So that's a real sort of, you you know, uh, I would say it's a respectful way to the child. It honors the child's learning. It honors their voice and, and it puts it out there where you can also see that development over
0: time. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's such good information to share. Um, and is it clear that the students are starting to understand what this is all about?
1: Yeah, that's a that's a great question, Blue. And you know, that's that's you know, I don't want to be t- too too quick to suggest that I know the answer to that one. I, I would I would say that that you know, from a ground level um, teacher who is working every day with that student, in particular the example I just shared. You would start to see that right with the reflection and, and how that grows, you know, not just within that particular grade, but I would suggest that, of course, core competencies are about the whole journey. So what does that look like as you talk to a grade three student, you know, and then a grade you know, eight student and a grade 11 student and so forth that, you know, what's their, their understanding and be able to recognize, articulate and, and then self-assess, you know, how did I use that skill and where it's at? What I can tell you is, is that I know there's there's been a lot of work done by uh, my teachers in our district into really ensuring that they're they're providing opportunities for students to self-reflect um, opportunities to confer with students, sit and say, you know, tell me about this. You know, this is what you wrote. What does that mean? Let's go a little bit deeper into it. And so in turn, it's about not just passing it over as one more thing to do. But recognizing that taking the time to have uh, a conversation about these skills is meaningful uh, and, and is important in the education of that student
0: and, and their growth with those skills. So in the short term, pot- potentially more work for the teacher.
1: Well, you know what? More more work for the teacher, I would, I would probably argue it's it's not more work for the teacher. It's, it's more the, the realization to provide the opportunity for students to do the self-reflection because it's not the teacher doing the reflection. What the teacher, I mean, the teacher has really moved in education from this idea of being this bearer of knowledge to more of a facilitator of learning. And so as the teacher moves and, and, and grows in their own understanding and their own practice and pedagogy of what does that actually mean to be a facilitator of learning versus a teacher of content, then it's not more work for the for the teacher. It's different work. It's refocused work. It's what I once did here. I now have the opportunity to do this instead. And the beautiful thing about our curriculum in BC is the flexibility of it to really encourage teachers to move to that facilitator of learning and focus on those skills, not the content. So using curricular competencies, again, uh, you know, and, and, and really assessing those along the way and in doing so, providing kids opportunities to self-assess with their core competencies. So it's not more work, it's different work.
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's a great reflection. Um, and how is the CSL pilot going in SD22?
1: Yeah, so CSL pilot, we're,
0: we're part of the communicating
1: student learning K-9 to um, draft policy um, reporting pilot. And, and we've been in it sort of uh, this is our fourth year now, I think, and uh, it's sort of one year to sort of plan it. And this is our sort of three year, third year implementing it. Um, it's been a, a really interesting journey, Blue. It's, uh, y- you know, we've we took an extremely progressive approach in our district in terms of diving into it different than other districts. We went all K to nine knowing that eight and nine were at the high school, which is a bit of a different learning environment than the elementary school. And what that means, particularly for a teacher who teaches grade 12 and teaches grade eight, working in two different systems. So, you know, anytime you dive into something, you know, that deep, that's fairly progressive, there's a, there's a shift, it's a paradigm shift. And, and I use that because it's, it's not, it's not just changing something. It's actually rethinking the way we do something Uh, to do it differently. And so, you know, one of the the biggest obstacles when we look at assessment and making a paradigm shift like that is is this sort of equating grade level language using A, B, C, Ds, percentages and comparing it to, you know, proficiency words like emerging, developing, proficient, extending and suggesting then that an A equals proficient. But it doesn't. They're two different, totally two different approaches to how we assess. And so that's a paradigm shift. And to suggest that we can do it overnight is no different than suggesting you can pick up a second language overnight and and learn it. But rather you sort of go through those stages, right? What's the very first thing you do when you learn a language? You start just translating word for word. So, you know, that's sort of the growth. And then pretty soon you start putting together sentences. You start, you know, figuring out some of the the, you know, idiosyncrasies of the language, the, the the rules and so forth. And it starts to make more sense and it starts to come together. And before you know it, you're fairly fluent in the language and you're not even thinking about the other language as you're speaking in it and doing that translating. And so to move in a paradigm shift, what CSL pilot is is trying to get us to think of doing is move in that paradigm shift. Um, you know, the reality of suggesting that we can do this overnight or, or even within a couple of years, of course, is. It's no different than learning a language it, you know and, and you have to consider all those pieces not only just the educators um, it's new to them they never learned that way in terms of how their schooling was it, you know and for, for, for many their teacher education programs didn't you know didn't prepare them for that either and then you have you know your parent community of course who didn't learn that way or be assessed that way so then you know, there's that whole education piece too, and then of course, you know, most importantly, many of our students, right, particularly in the older grades, who didn't come through that. So, you're making a dr- very drastic shift in how we approach um, assessment and learning, and of course, that doesn't come without its challenges, um, but also its rewards, right? And, and looking what what we know about um, assessment and and students and their own social emotional well being throughout it. And what does that look like later on? So it's it's been a journey, a real, uh, you know, a journey with lots of positive pieces. You know, I talked about the e-portfolio piece where we've seen teachers just do some some just amazing work in finding ways to authentically and timely communicate strength-based feedback to students and parents without having to put a grader or anything on it. and And everyone feeling like we know exactly how, um, we're doing. The child feels they know how they're doing. The parent is confident in how their child is doing. And the teacher is able to, to communicate that alongside the child, you know, and that, and that again, is the real sort of important piece with that. But in saying that there's lots of barriers too, right? Because there's, there's the shift in practice um, for teachers and to, and to, and to grapple with that and to understand it and to feel confident with it and, and, and make that shift. Um, particularly as you get into the older grades where there's a lot of pressure to be content-driven,
0: right? And what's the reaction to the parents? It sounds like it's been positive.
1: We get mixed, you know, it's, it's mixed reaction blue, right? Because, you know, de- depending on the type of communication they've received from the teacher, um, you know, that timely, authentic manner and, and, and that piece and the confidence of that teacher to do that and, and to be willing to sort of dive in two feet and, and have those open lines, those have been really positive. Uh, but, you know, for some parents, they don't, the language is ambiguous to them. You know, they're, they're more confident in seeing a 85% than, you know, suggesting they're seeing a developing or a proficient, you know, and then they start to, to, to worry or equate the success of their child based on the proficiency level. What do you mean my child's only developing? He was an A student. How can he be developing? So it's, again, going back to that translating language. This is what I know this is what I'm seeing. I'm trying to make sense of it. And, and and then of course, like all parents, we all care deeply about our kids and and want our kids to be successful and we want to understand where they're at. So that's where that timely uh, strength-based feedback regularly by the teacher uh, really, um, I would say supports, um, you know, those apprehensions by the parent and so forth to feel confident that how their child's doing is good.
0: Yeah, sounds like open communication on a regular basis is really key. So just as an end note, and thank you for sharing all your thoughts around this, um, I get the sense that, I mean, do you feel that it's a very positive move in general with the BC curriculum, the way that everything's going?
1: You know, when we look at research and education around assessment, around um, social-emotional learning of children – um, around 21st century skills and, and, and what our kids are facing ahead of them, what we see in the world today going on all around us, uh, what industry needs in order, you know, for our, for things to keep moving and so forth. The focus on skills becomes so important. You know, any kid can Google anything now to find out knowledge on things, you know. But it's really important now that kids have the ability to discern what they're reading. How do they know what's truth and what's not truth? Where's that, again, core competency? Where's that critical thinking, you know, to be able to to do that? So that skill becomes really important. Communication, how important it is to communicate now, you know, regardless of what profession you're in, particularly now with social media, um, all those different forms of communication that are happening. I mean, kids are finding new ways. Kids are becoming millionaires on YouTube. Right. There, there, there's new ways in which they are communicating and doing things that are that are really becoming the real jobs now. You know, and and, this, and so I think when we look at all those things, we realize how important it is that what we're looking at when we assess students is not testing them on knowledge that they can Google and find out whenever they feel like finding it out. What we want to do is we want to ensure that our students are these. Uh, students who are able to critically, creatively think, communicate well with each other in multiple social settings, you know, understand diversity and inclusion, uh, you know, move towards truth and reconciliation. All the real important things, um, you know, that in the end are going to make our world a better place and, and develop them as educated citizens.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what you say really resonates with me as a both as a parent and as an educator. Um, Yeah, no, really interesting to to hear your perspective. Um, Thank you so much, Luke, for taking the time today to share your thoughts.
1: Yeah, it was great. Thanks, Blue.
0: Thanks for joining us on The 21st Century Teacher, and we'll look forward to seeing you next time. Please do subscribe so you don't miss out on the next show. And also, don't forget to check out our fantastic online learning platform, which is liveit.com earth thanks again and we'll see you soon